he's a humor guy. And he asked me, are you touching your dick when you're alone? <laughs> On interview. <laughs> you know? I was not yeah. expecting that question. <laughs> I was so peaceful. And I said, of course, you know? <laughs> Two times I almost get an accident on the highway. I was so exhausted that few times I got asleep on the highway. And my friends were telling me, stop it, don't do that. It doesn't work, like what you're doing. And I was not listening to anyone. I lost approximately $6,000. And for me, that moment, it was incredible amount. I never had $6,000 in my pocket, never. A year of roller coaster and hard work and no sleep. And I like, fuck it, I have to do it. <laughs> my name is Anatoly Labinsky and currently I'm in Portugal, but I'm Ukrainian and I'm 31 year old. I'm the founder of Golden Stream Media Agency. Basically, our agency is focusing on the Shopify store owners who has a brands and looking to scale the brand to the next level, like uh, six, seven figures and above. If you have problems with the skills or lack of team or just time. This is exactly when we are jumping to our client's side to help them to scale their businesses by implementing our ecosystem for their internal store, which is Facebook, Google, email marketing, SMS marketing, TikTok. We're implementing everything one by one and the ecosystem is just generating consistency and the most important, higher profitability for every single business where we're diving in. And how many clients do you have today? I will tell you that for sure right now, it's more than 35 clients. Every single week, a couple of clients are joining us and uh, most of the clients staying with us for five plus months. A couple of clients who are staying with us already for a year or about the year. And one of the biggest clients who is with us since the beginning. And so far we have made for her 6.5 million. And how big is your company as far as employee count or revenue? Or can you give us some other metrics? For the company, of course, we are 40 plus employers at the moment. Mostly it's media buying team, sales department, graphic designers, store developers, and management who is managing everything together with me. And I'm as a CEO and founder. And so you help people who already kind of have started a Shopify store or something on a similar platform, and maybe they're not doing as well as they hoped. And you kind of bring in your systems, if you will, to try to help them make their e-commerce website better. Yes, we were actually started with the beginners. Our journey as an agency, we were helping a lot to newbies in the dropshipping space who were planning to open Shopify stores and selling the items from AliExpress website. So that was the beginning journey of our agency. And slowly we moved to the branded stores, which is like on the beginning of their journey, but already generating some revenue. And they just not sure how to move forward and to on what direction. So we find out there is much more interest from our side and clients are more serious because for dropshipping, people usually jumping in or for the last price on their end, or just not serious, they expecting to make it first million in a, in a month or two, which is obviously won't happen if you're just starting. And the most important enjoyable stuff for me, it's a scaling. So with the beginners, you implementing, you launching 
you testing and uh, when winning product is becoming active in your store you start scaling it but it takes a lot of time but when we have a brand who is already generating at least 30,000 and joining us by following all the criteria for our pre-qualification then it's the fun started where we are able to take all the data and just scale that over six figures and then over seven figures just by as i was mentioned before implementing the ecosystem that's unbelievable how become useful the ecosystem since 2021 since ios 14 has been in the market tracking issues became on facebook restrictions uh, bans and so on and so, so many businesses shut down the doors because they were not able to manage that and we uh, in the same time uh, just find out what exactly was the reason people usually focusing on one or maximum two traffic sources to their stores and that's exactly the weaknesses in our days if you want to have consistent business you must be everywhere and have omnipresent online in the different social media platforms and when some of the platform is broken like Facebook got restricted or just performance optimization failed, you just making sure that you have a Google, TikTok, email, SMS marketing, which is going to be covered all that fails and continue running while you're going to be fixing the problem on another platform. So that's what is all about ecosystem and how the agency is actually working and what we are focusing on. I mean, that makes sense because if I own a store and I'm good at it, I feel like I could probably be pretty good at one or two but if you don't have other people working with you it's too hard to learn all the intricacies of say if you're trying it on linkedin or youtube or pinterest or whatever like that's it's just too difficult for one person to do so it sounds like they hire you and then you can help them with those extra platforms where especially if you just have one funnel let's pretend we have one you're definitely screwed if it was all through facebook but the more you have the more variety you have the more diversity you have the more likely you won't be hit very hard if one of these have an issue. So it sounds like when these people come to you, you help them do that. But my question is, who are the clients that you're, I guess, targeting? And how are you actually getting them? I mean, are they a lot of them like US-based businesses or they European-based? I mean, it seems like it really shouldn't matter in e-commerce, but I'm just interested to learn more about your story here. Yeah, of course. Just before that, I will just add it to what you just mentioned that unfortunately that's exactly what is happening in 95 cases of the time that people are could killing it on one platform and even making like seven figures a year yes with only facebook only google but they really not scaling that further just because of lack of time most of the all the cases it's lack of time or lack of the right employers or just like they have employers they have time uh, focusing on other parts of the business but they have not enough skills from their side or from the employer side so basically by hiring agencies like us like golden stream media they are hiring the team who has already done that several times in the different cases and knows what to do so basically they becoming ceo of their company from day one and just hiring the full marketing team on board who is going to be managing everything for them together with them so it's like a partnership which is win-win for obviously both sides so that's actually what's really why we decide to move forward that direction because so many business owners almost all 
focusing only on one maximum two platforms and that's the mistake that's why so many great brands staying on the six-figure level in a year or seven-figure level in the year instead of moving to eight figures or even nine figures and after that go to the sell the brand and nobody like everyone wishing to do that but they are not big enough to do necessary steps to make it happen and to answer on your question our main clients are in us but we have clients as well from new zealand australia canada it's a majority of the clients before we had clients from uk and europe right now we have in europe i believe only one or two clients i believe one for sure just because most of our audience is on United States. Most of our audience, most of our networking and people who knows me, Anatoly Labinsky in e-commerce space, they are from that part of the world. Yeah, so this is the main directions, main locations where we have clients based. And how do you find your clients? Are you using some ad-based model to try to target and track them or how are you able to actually find them for your business? Yeah, it's a good question. Actually, everything started from just me being online and sharing my story, sharing my journey. And it was organic. So I was making posts. I was active in publics, uh, like Facebook groups. When I started getting my first results back in 2017, 2018, I was not selling anything. I mean, and not offering any services. I was running my stores only. And my first results uh, through all the fails, I was just sharing motivational posts with the results which I have made. And people start, start reaching out to me. I, like I become super active online and people start reaching out to me and asking, can you help me out? Can you show me? So, and by that being said, I become a mentor. And later on, people start asking, hey, can you manage for me? And this is how the story begin. And this is our one of first clients who still with us joined it that time. And since that moment, obviously company were growing. I was less focusing on the postings, motivation, and all the things. Instead of that, I was focusing on growing my agency and my company, hiring the right team. And we moved to the paid advertising to acquire customer. And mostly it's uh, Facebook, Google, YouTube, but more majority of the ads, it's, it's the Facebook. So when you said you were sharing stuff, were you originally just sharing it on Facebook, like your situation of growing your own store? And what was the name of that store? Oh, that store. I love these questions. Usually when people ask me, the first store and the name, it was mykittycatzone.com. I remember how long I was staying at night and was thinking, brainstorming how I will call my, my store. It was like all the, you know, all the beginners in e-commerce usually even never start the journey just because they cannot find out the name for their store. It's, it's true. It's so simple, but people just don't know how to name the store and they decided to quit before even starting. Like, it's all odd thing, but that's why I'm, I'm, I'm laughing now and smiling just because I remember how difficult it was to choose the niche and choose the name of the store. So yeah, that, that's name of the store will be stay forever with me, mykittycatzone.com. Yeah, I see. You need to have that redirect to Golden Stream Media or something. I'm, it says, sorry, this shop is currently unavailable, but that used to be yours. That's where it all started? Yeah, I stopped that store. Like uh, It was a store where I have got my first results. So I, I started uh, in 2017, but my first results I have got in February 2018 when I already lost everything what I had. Like If you're going to be speaking about my past, <laughs> there was so much failure before I got 
the first results. And these first results actually was on my last, whatever I had, even start asking people for money to continue running ads because I promised to myself that uh, I won't quit. I will find out how this works because 99% of beginners are quitting. And I promised to myself that I'm going to be that one person who will win. And that's actually what kept me going that moment. And I found out the first mentor and I just followed what he said. And I realized that first six months, actually five months of my journey, I was doing everything wrong just because I wasn't following the steps, which is has to be. And even having a look on the right KPIs, what need to be followed. When he showed to me what I missed out, I just copy paste what he said. And I made in first 15 days my first ever $8,000 online. And that was the huge win for me. <laughs> it was an incredible win. And what year was that? 2018? It was February 2018. Exactly. But I started August 2017. Okay. So, I mean, we're still not talking that long ago. So like five years ago was kind of your first, I guess, trial into this e-commerce space. And you just weren't hitting it for the first, would you say, year? Like it just was not working out until you eventually got a mentor that kind of helped you out and told you the key performance indicators that you should look for? Yeah, he just actually, it was so basic things uh, which he explained it. Like the majority of the problems which beginners, on, I believe not even in e-commerce, in any kind of business, people start studying everything in the same time. Like for example, I was following tens or even twenties of YouTubers, Facebook groups, different mentors. I was following and trying to catch something for free, which is fine. You can. I mean, there is nothing bad. There is in YouTube a lot of great things for free, how to run an e-commerce store. But you have to filter out that. If you're going to be following 10, 20 people, like I remember I was doing the changes on the ad account every 15 minutes to one hour instead of uh, like the number one thing, let it optimize for 24 hours at least. Do not touch it. Launched, don't touch it. And I was touching every single hour, you know, it's like, oh my God, no sales. Okay, let's decrease budget. Let's increase budget. Let's duplicate. And simply, I even didn't find out what KPIs to look for. I didn't know what does it mean KPIs, I mean, in the ad account. So when you are doing something and what you don't know yet, try to find out one single person or maximum two and follow them and see what they are doing, ask questions in their community, and follow their strategy if we are speaking about e-commerce. Because what's working for them, it doesn't work for another 19 people. Everyone has their own strategy, and when you mix up all of them together, it's a mess, and it won't produce. At least you have a huge experience, great skills, and you're just finding for the updated algorithm hacks, So then you can look on different people and according to your experience, implementing something on your end and see what's going to be working for you with your touch. Because you already feel that, you already feel everything by just skills, having the experience from the past. And that will allow you to get fast from five, seven different influencers, get fast one simple strategy, which is going to be like mix of everything. But again, don't do that when you're just starting, you will lose all the money. That makes perfect sense because whenever I start to learn about something in business, like I listen to tons of different podcasts. When I go into a niche, like today, there's so many podcasts, you might find 20 podcasts in that niche, much less if I said search e-commerce podcasts, there's probably at least 300, right? 
what you say makes 100% sense to me because I've gone into the niches of even listening to certain podcasts about a business idea or something that I'm coming up with. This guy says this, but this other guy says that. And yeah, when you start looking at all of them, you're just going to mix them up. I think overall, so as long as you understand that in the beginning, hopefully this helps a lot of people. It's just like, hey, it's okay to listen well at the beginning, but you kind of have to figure out who you vibe with the most and who you want to go with and kind of go with that person. I mean, you are becoming overwhelming on the information. And instead of get piece of information and utilize that, you just consuming information everywhere from everywhere from every single person and you don't know what to do with that kind of quantity of the information and you don't know what information to trust because there is so many gurus who are going to be sharing the screen on their coaching sessions or whatever from pdf and there is no proofs that it is actually working they can tell you that it's working for them but it is a pdf file which is like in 60 percent of the time more i believe even 80 percent of the time the, if you buying something from someone and he jumped like 60 days mastermind or something like that. Once in a week calls where we will go through the different subjects and you become a great dropshipper, let's say. And you diving in and it's like PDF slideshows and he going through and no life examples. And he's saying, it's working, just go and implement. But at the end, like, hey, I implement, it doesn't work. Oh, okay. So sorry, i, I sorry to hear that. But because he provides you some information, he's just uh, like taking out his responsibilities because you're going to be implementing on your end or it's going to be working if he, he is a, a real person or it could not work in, even if he's a real person. There is no proofs that he's wrong or right because he was sharing not the life experience, he was sharing the PDF picture. Like I know so many examples in the industry where people were following them and at the end, finding out that they were just coming. I mean, they were just duplicating some other people's stuff and using it as their own. So when you're following some person, you need to understand the real background, the how long he's on the market, what's the background, what's the reviews, what the people are talking about them. There could be bad stuff and you shouldn't be worried about that because every single big company or big name has their haters and it's fine. But you have to see a good stuff as well on the other side. And if you have found someone who has nothing on the background or it means he most probably just uh, like starting and trying to test on you or in the same time he has uh, only good reviews, no bad reviews. There is as well some kind of tricky stuff behind. Even Apple has uh, haters. Samsung has haters. We have haters, to be honest. We have as well something like who satisfied, who doesn't satisfy. You cannot please everyone. But in the same time, you have a real story behind. You have real reviews behind, real people talking behind. And that will show you, okay, this person is real. He knows what he's talking about. And he's not just sharing the PDF on the calls. He actually, like my first mentor, why I was so excited. It was like a group calls. So he's jumping on the Zoom call and he's asking to get access to your ad account before the call. And he is reviewing together with everyone on the call. And he's telling in life, okay, this campaign, you have to make sure that you will do X, Y, Z before the next call. And when it's going to be happening, if it's performed, you have to do X, Y, Z from that step. And this is how I generate my first income on e-commerce. It was step-by-step guidance on my particular campaigns, my particular cases. And that's 
I actually almost never seen online because people are lazy to do that. And I actually done my mentorship exactly on the same way and people will love it because online there is really usually like 60, 90 days programs where it's PDFs and like feedbacks and like, oh, it doesn't work. No worries. Try, try again instead of going live and check and analyze together with your students. That's something what is if you find that such kind of person for yourself, you will win definitely if you want to quit. That's another part of fail as well. People are quitting too early. Now that spring is finally here, the days are longer, the flowers are blooming, and I can spend time outside in my yard. What makes the season even better is Sunday Lawn Care. Sunday is everything you need to get the lawn you dreamed of. This spring, go to GetSunday.com millionaire and enter your address to get a customized plan created just for your lawn. No trips to the store or hauling heavy bags since they ship it straight to your home. You just need to hose to apply Sunday. You can fertilize your whole lawn in less time than it takes you to watch an episode of your favorite TV show. And they only use ingredients you can feel good about. No harsh chemicals, no long waiting periods, or trying to keep your kids and pets off the lawn. Simply apply, let it dry, and you're back to enjoying your yard. Sunday is easy and affordable. Some lawn care services cost more than 1500 bucks a year. But Sunday's full season plans start at just $109. And guess what? Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off. Full season plans start at just $109 and you can get 20% off when you visit GetSunday.com millionaire at checkout. That's 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com millionaire. I'm here with John Austinson. How are you doing today, John? Hey, Austin, doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, thank you for supporting the podcast. And I interviewed John on episode 250 of this very podcast. So you can hear more about John's story and how he grew Franbridge Consulting right here. But in the meantime, would you mind reminding our listeners what you do and what you could potentially help them with? Yeah. You know, we work with entrepreneurs and investors across the country, helping them get into business ownership through franchising. And when I say franchising, you likely think fast food. And yet there's so many other industries out there from home and property services to health and wellness from kids, pets, the aging population, oil changes, all of these understandable cash flowing businesses that oftentimes are recession resistant. And 90% of our clients end up purchasing an opportunity they never thought about. We work with the largest brokerage in the country, over 600 different franchise companies. Having been a franchise or a franchisee myself, I'm very picky about which ones that we show to our clients, only the best of the best. The great thing, Austin, is it's entirely free to work with us. We're funded by the companies, very much like an executive search type model, so our clients never pay us a nickel. And we do more deals for our clients than anybody else in the country. And what does a typical client look like for you? Two thirds of our clients would be looking to keep their day job. They're looking to get into business ownership, maybe as a side hustle, or maybe they're already a business owner and they can't get their full attention. We work with doctors, lawyers, existing business owners, corporate executives, really a wide array of backgrounds all around the country. As far as anyone who might be interested in your service, is there a best way for them to reach you? Yeah, come out to our website, franbridgeconsulting.com. That's F-R-A-N, bridgeconsulting.com. For all of your listeners, Austin, we'll also send them a copy of our new book, either audio or PDF version, or they can purchase it on Amazon. But I would love to share that. Our book is called Non-Food Franchise, and we've gotten great feedback since its release. If you're interested in taking a next step, you know, let my assistant Ashley know, and uh, she'll schedule a call, and we'll discuss your situation and what could be a good fit. Yeah. And I know you've already scheduled a few calls with our listeners. Could you just tell them what that typically is like, like how long and if it's free for them to do? Yeah, we've had a great response from your listeners. Entirely free. 
because of the caliber of folks that we work with, we cut to the chase. We usually spend 20 to 30 minutes on that first call. And then as the next step, that following week, we'll come to them with opportunities, usually around 10 or so in their market, they're available that check all the boxes. And we talk them through those and then uh, make introductions to the ones that seem most intriguing to them. Well, that sounds awesome. And again, if someone was interested in scheduling a call, where's the best place for them to go ahead and sign up? Yeah, come out to our website, franbridgeconsulting.com, F-R-A-N bridgeconsulting.com. And uh, we would love to engage. Well, thank you for the advice. And hopefully anyone who is listening, I think now they understand it's like, yeah, you just need to do your research on if you're going to go do a coaching program or understand it. And again, I think the main thing is not buying 10 different courses on the same topic, because maybe that just says something about you. If you do one person and you keep implementing what they're saying and at least trying it, you can at least see that you're doing something and not just overthinking it. So hopefully that helps everybody. And I guess your website, do you mind giving it to us so that people can maybe check it out during the interview or maybe afterwards, if, especially if I guess if they have an e-commerce site and see if you can help them out? Yeah, our website, goldenstreammedia.com and my YouTube channel, Anatoly Labinsky. I'm sharing for free several videos for last year completely free value about the e-commerce about now we're moving more to the general business subjects i would say it's full of educational materials there anatoly labinsky youtube channel go and check and goldenstreammedia.com e-com by anatoly instagram so everything is there great well thank you for giving us kind of an overview here in the beginning of your company why don't you tell us where you grew up and then maybe jump forward to maybe where you went to college and came out and kind of got your first job. So why don't you just jump in at what year it was and tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, I love this subject as well, because actually I just proud of myself because where I grew up, I know so many e-commerce guys who has similar stuff. When you grow up in the average family, we had a lot of debt. My mom and my father got divorced. When I was eight, me, my sister, my mom were living alone. Father was helping a bit, but we didn't have that much money and we have a lot of debt. Yeah. Were you in Ukraine at this point? Because I know you said you were from Ukraine. Yes. Before my 23 year age, I haven't been never outside of Ukraine. Actually, I almost haven't been never outside of my city, Zaporozhye. Never. Because we have always money problems, always financial problems that for me going somewhere to another city, which is like 40 miles away from us, it was like, wow, like, whoa, it was like emotions for whole week ahead that it was a traveling, you know, I grew up in the city and I was always in the city. Well, how do you spell the name of that city? I'm trying to, and I didn't catch that. Zaporozhye. Yeah, oh, okay, so. I got it. I got enough of it. Z-A-P-O-R. I-Z-H-I-A. Like, that'll get you close enough, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a factory a city, not the small one, but not the huge one. I grew up there and my mom, her main goal was to give my sister and for me high education. So like some kind of degree. And when we finish a school, I actually during the school, uh, since I became 13, I used to work in the construction sites. I used to work on the different, different type of works just to get some extra income for myself. I mean, my mom could give me something for school, but if I want a phone, if I want to go on date with my girlfriend, if I want anything extra, I have no money for that. So I used to work in and I used to do the, that kind of things to hustle, to find out the work. And it was always physical work, always. I was doing gym, I was a strong guy, and I was just 
handling the heavy stuff on the construction. And I was super young, since 13. But yeah, we were saving some money and I went to university and got actually a master's degree in finance. But even during that time, we got even more debt. My mom just done the refinancing for the house to get money for the uh, education. And there was not enough. I was working at nights as a labor in the supermarket, just, you know, the person who is bringing like uh, water, beer, bakery stuff and putting on the shelves from the storage. So like I was just a simple worker there at night. And during the day, I was trying to get my education. So it was actually a difficult time. Actually, recently I was sharing that story with my son. He's five years old. And he was like, how come, pop, you you done that? And after that, you you didn't sleep? I said, yeah, I slept for one and a half hour and went to university. That's how I was living. Not like you have, like my son already flew over 20 different directions and he's five year old. (laughs) And me in 23 year old, I never been anywhere, (laughs) you know. So I used to work on different part times just to get some finances and paid for education. So I finished uh, university with master's degree thanks to my mom, thanks to my pop as well, but he wasn't able to give a lot, but thanks to myself in the same time. When I graduate, I got the first job in the private bank because I been there in an internship and to show up myself. What's the main thing? When I was doing some work, I was always show up and show up a lot in terms of performance, in terms of results. And I made a great job on the internship that they actually invited me to while I was receiving master degree. It was one year ahead to get the diploma. The private bank invited me to work with them in the same time when I was studying. And yeah, I, I started working in private bank. It was great experience. I was super young. It was 2010, my first real job. But on the construction, so somewhere else, I was making more money than in bank. <laughs> you know, and like, what's happening? My father is proud of me. My mother is proud of me. They are like so happy. The son in the suit, you know, with the tie, with the jacket. But I'm not really satisfied because I'm making peanuts <laughs> then there. And I decided to move to the private sector, to the sales. Because in private bank, what I realized, I was actually... One of the first, it was top three. I was second, I believe. I was second in the Zaporozhye region in the age of 18 or 19 in terms of sales in our overdraft department in the bank. And that shows me that I love sales. In this kind of age, I was doing the cold calls. I was calling to people and offering them loans for the business people. And that's where I learned to myself that you shouldn't be scared to hear no. It was my first sales experience and I realized that hearing no, it's a perfect because you're learning, you're understanding and it's not scared to speak to people who you don't know and it's actually funny and actually you're so proud of yourself and you overtake the objections and no becoming yes. And that was incredible experience and I decided to move to in sales in the private sector. I got invited to one private company which was selling the alcohol and bakery stuff. And I become their number one person in my department and then moved to the bakery company. They just offer me really great income for that moment in my country, in Ukraine. 
But I had always dreamed to see the world and move somewhere for the experience to do something different. And that moment, it was 2013. I broke up from my eight years relationship with my girlfriend. And I met another girl. She was so great. She was so beautiful. She was so amazing. And before that, I made the decision that I will go out of Ukraine and find out how. For me, it was something unrealistic. People who, like me, who grew up in one city and never been outside, even of the city almost, to believe that you can fly somewhere, it was difficult to believe. Like, it was, un- un- for me, unreal to believe. But I promised to myself that, hey, I'm going to be make it happen. And one of my friends went to Dubai. He got the job there in the hospitality. And he said, hey, would you like to pass interview? I said, I don't know English. Ah, never mind, like, just try it. And I, without English skills, it was just like a circ, not an interview. But I got on the like Skype interview with the CEO of one restaurant and he offered me a job as a food runner. I was the happy, like person with the master's degree, with the back, background in bank sector, uh, one of the best salesperson in the industry where he was working. And here I'm receiving the offer, food runner. It's a person who is going to be cleaning the tables and pick up the dirty plates from the tables to kitchen, to washing area. This is the job. I was the happiest guy ever. I said, yes, I want to do that. First of all, because there is, even with my good salary, it's much more payout than I'm having now. And I need to help my mom to pay out of the refinancing of the house. I mean, the loan, which we took it, the mortgage. And plus, in the same time, it's an unbelievable experience. Finally, I will see the world. So I got that work and went to, actually, it was the first place where I used to work in UAE. It was Abu Dhabi. Cipriani restaurant and this is where fun is begin. I mean, this is where my e-commerce journey slowly, slowly, but started. It was 2013 when I moved to Dubai. Yeah. Before we move on to that part, that was 2013. So you're about 22 or so you're saying? It was 2013. I promised to myself in May in my birthday party on 22 that I promised to myself, I will go to Dubai. Because that moment, exactly, my friend went to Dubai and he said there is opportunities to pass interview. And that was my promise, which is I, I never been sure about anything like that. And I promised to myself on my birthday party and in four months, I left Ukraine and moved to Abu Dhabi. Well, before we jump into that part, I was debating whether I wait till the end, but I'd rather kind of just touch on it now. I mean, is your mom still in Ukraine? Actually, since like I haven't speak about here, but... In Ukraine is a war right now, as most of you know. When everything started, I was the person who was responsible from the man's side to take all the ladies, my mother-in-law, my mother, my sister-in-law, my sister, their kids, my wife, my son, to bring all of them out of the country and make sure that they're going to be in the safe places. So yeah, thanks God I made it happen and all of them are saved. My mom right now with my sister and niece in, the, in Germany. I didn't want to wait till the end and hear about that or hear what's going on, but thought they were obviously able to get out. If we would be starting speaking about that, I had a recently interview with one of my friends as well and we made one and a half hour Like that was conversation about how I get out of the country when everything started, all the bombarding, shooting and other things. It was incredible, incredible experience, not the best experience. 
and I was sharing that story. So if you would like to go there, it would take a lot of time if I will be discussing uh, sharing in the details because when I trying to remember that all the body is shaking. Right now, obviously, it's everyone overtake that, but that moment it was the scariest moment in my life. Like honestly speaking. Totally understand. So maybe at the end, you can tell me where that was located and people can kind of check that out. Because that's what I figured. I mean, that's not something that, yeah, like you said, at least an hour and a half conversation. So I'm trying to keep it positive, but also be realistic. We all go through stuff. And I know we'll touch on some of that business-wise, but that's one thing too. Growing up, you never fucking think it's going to ever happen, I would imagine. So, well, yeah, let's go ahead and jump back into you moving to Abu Dhabi and UAE. And you being a food runner and you're saying, even though you had a good paying job in Ukraine, because UAE, if they have so much money that you actually made more money as a food runner, it sounds like. And that's why you went over there to help your mom start paying off some of this loans. Yeah, I will tell you how much I was making. And for Ukraine, it's a good money. It was a good money in that moment in, in 2013. So I was making $800 a month. And in the bank sector, I was making like 400 or 350 a month so <laughs> that's like average salaries in ukraine and 800 is quite wow quite not bad not bad right now it's two thousand dollars it's a good one and not bad it's 1900 still the same level but average right now 400 even less my mom were making 120 dollars a month before the war so it is the shittest income in general to compare with all the tier one countries so this is for you guys to understand what I'm speaking about. So you need to pay university, which is like less than $2,000 a year. For five-year university, we're supposed to refinance our house because it was incredible amount to get. And right now, it's funny to listen to this when I'm speaking about it for myself, but it is as it is. It's my past. But as a food runner, they were giving me like approximately 1100 or something like that. So not much more but i understood that it's a much bigger opportunities possibilities and plus i will learn english and plus i will have experience in some other country and that was exactly the case i went there i like i used to work in cipriani at abu dhabi it's a restaurant on the middle of the formula one circle so i came there exactly before formula one season it was incredible experience for the young guy incredible even who I used to work how, I mean, I was like a cleaner, let's say in other words, even not a waiter. But I was the happiest young guy in the world. I was feeling myself in that side. And yeah, before I moved to Abu Dhabi, I met the girl, which I mentioned before, and we become in love. I mean, she said, please don't go, don't leave me. But I said, no, I like, I want to see the world and so on. But she was good in Ukraine. She was in pharmaceutical industry, making good money and driving great working car was for sure like it's, it's not gonna happen like i won't stay with her because he, she has great life and i have to fight for my life but in three months i went to abu dhabi in october 2013 and by december she said to me that i'm so missing you i'm getting bonus at my work because of new year and I'm going to be spending that amount to come to you. I wasn't able to pay for her because I was sending all the money to my mom to pay for mortgage, to pay as fast as possible. That was the goal. And I was shocked that the successful lady missed me. The guy who went to work like a laborer in the other country, cleaning the tables, 
and she want to spend money to come and meet me because she missed me. I like, wow, that's something weird. <laughs> and she came to me on vacation in January 2014 and we become really in love. I used to be in love with her, but I understood that person who deserve to be with me and I have to catch her. And she was so happy to see me and I made a proposal and she said, I'm going to be waiting for you. I promise her that in a year I will come back and we'll get married. It's happened. We get married in a year. But I was promising that I will come back with money. But unfortunately, I'm the luckiest guy who never had the luck with money. I mean, I'm earning and sending everything home, having some troubles there in Abu Dhabi, expenses more higher than I was thinking about, and so on, so on, so on. And at the end, I'm coming back for wedding with no income, with no money. And I said, listen, I'm going back. So if you want, come with me. If you don't, I don't know what to do. And so she made the decision to come with me in 2015. She left everything, all the great life in Ukraine, which she had with the great income. And because of me, she started working in labor work as well, because she has no English. We moved to Dubai for that moment. She found a job there as a salesperson in the glasses store. Anyway, the long story short that we moved to Dubai, we start living together and I never had enough money to bring her. So I have to borrow the money to bring her. I'm just uh, taking some, I just got uh, some income and give it back to someone who I just borrowed. So it was awful rate race again and again and again and again. And I was sure that when I will be there, I will be making enough money to make it and become wealthier and so on. But unfortunately, I wasn't educated that enough about life and how I have to handle the life. Only what was one thing for me, I was super excited for the next level. I was super excited every single day what can be done because I have seen all these luxury cars. I have seen all those luxury guests in the restaurants in Dubai. I moved to another successful restaurant in the financial area. And actually, I start selling myself. There was financial guys, there was bankers, there was... I thought you were going to say you're becoming a prostitute if you're selling yourself. <laughs> yeah. I thought that's where the entrepreneurship started. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> no, I started actually selling myself to customers in the restaurant when they come into business lunch. I start just like I become a speaker. I start speaking to people and telling them my background. I have a master degree, finances, so on, so on, so on and always failing on get anything. I got a couple of times business cards. I called them and they were like postponing. So they were just not good, uh, nice enough to give me a card. But at the end, it never finished with something great. I was trying to find out the opportunities to get the, another job out of the hospitality. So what I have started doing, I just took hundreds of CVs. I took my friend on the day off and just like a day off, it's Monday or Tuesday during the week. And I just was starting going to high scrappers. I'm just passed through the reception by somehow and going to level 60 and just going down level by level and going visiting the office buildings, visiting offices and giving them CVs. Like, hey, here it is, here it is, looking for the job, master degree and so on and never get luck. To be honest, it was the shittest idea ever. <laughs> I don't recommend you to do that. But I was hustling without the knowledge, I would say like that. And I was applying for cabin crew. I was applying for office clerks. I was applying for financial guy, accounting guy. 
so many different positions and to be honest with you without joke because i was having a tracking plus i started using the software which is worth delivering all my cvs to different companies i sent over 10,000 cvs to 10,000 different companies in a matter of uh, two and a half years approximately and uh, got maybe not 100 but over 50 interviews during this period of time and always was failing for stupid reasons or no reasons there was so much fail on my journey and i passed the cabin crew finals from 80 people only five left and i'm one of those five and like i'm performing one of the best and the guys can see it we discussed that and like oh my god i will take this job fly dubai emirates i will be cabin crew it's it's like it was more than i could dream and always they were choosing someone else for reason no reason or reason we need girl or we need xyz but i wasn't understand how that could happen to me this fails again and again so guys and girls this kind of fails happen to us to teach us to be stronger and learn on our mistakes and don't repeat them nothing against you life happening for you not to against you remember that because i wasn't understanding i was thinking that i'm the unluckiest guy ever but to be honest i start reading business books in the same time when i was searching for different jobs living with my wife trying to survive because i bring my wife i wasn't having the place to live i have to rent the place before if you're staying alone in hospitality they're giving you some kind of room but when you bring your wife you are out of it and you have to pay for everything by making almost the same money and like oh shit and that's what was happening i was fighting for better job with the better salary and i was understanding that i don't want to be a waiter the most important point when i came to abu dhabi i was a runner and i was show up so hard i was doing so much without even english that in three weeks i become assistant waiter for me it was like i become a ceo i mean i was so excited because again as always if i'm doing some work I'm just one of the hard worker guy in the room and in three weeks they give me promotion and after when I moved to Dubai I become a waiter and I become after that head waiter and during all this journey I was searching for anything out of hospitality and always failed every single time and I started reading the business books and understood one thing when I read the Jack Ma story that wow that guy failed on 25 different works nobody took him and after that he became one of the richest guy in china i like shit that means something i have i feel myself in in his story and i decided that these fails are will bring me somewhere and from there the fun has been started i found a job finally i got the proposal to work in construction sector as a salesperson they will give me a car which is, was even more than a dream and uh, i'm gonna be a salesperson so it's not a hospitality anymore but salary will be two times lower than i have in hospitality i like my room is uh, which i'm renting we were not living in the apartments we were living in the room we were renting the room from filipino family two bedroom apartments one apartment is filipino family another room it's us me and my wife and i came to my wife and said listen dear you remember we were planning to bring me outside from hospitality and this is the chance but we won't be able to cover the apartments we won't be able to cover the food because our expense is much higher than the salary is there so we have to count on your salary a lot and then we will be able to survive 
and I will get or promotion or different job. And she agreed. And <laughs> she was crying every, oh, not every, but pretty often at night. She was crying and I was trying to keep her calm because she was hating everything around. She had a successful life in Ukraine and she moved to the labor work in Dubai. And it was difficult for her mentally. And I was feeling so embarrassed because of that. So basically, I moved to this construction work and I realized that this income is even worse than I was expected. It's really not enough, a lot. And I start finding for some part-times and I found out part-times as a waiter in nightclubs, as a waiter on the private villas once, two times in a week at night after the work. And I start doing that and we start making like extra 50% of my salary and like, oh, we like start feeling a bit better ourselves. And here is 2017, February, my wife coming to me and saying, babe, I'm pregnant and we are living in this small room have no money in the pocket and i understand if my wife will go out of work we won't be able to pay for the bills and delivery of the baby without insurance it's 25000 dirhams which is for me it was 7 months of work and i like well i was the happiest guy ever but she started crying so we're staying in on the middle of this room and she's saying go and buy another test i don't believe that i said i will go to buy another test and I went outside and I started realizing these things like insurance, if she will lose the job, we are renting the room, not even apartment, how we're going to deliver the baby and so on. And my knees start shaking. I'm staying on the middle between pharmacy and my room. I mean, on the street, it's super hot and I'm just shaking and almost crying. And I just stop it and promise to myself one important thing. My baby won't come in this world in the financial position where I am right now. I will do whatever it takes to make it happen, to change everything and just move forward to pharmacy. So after that, my wife it was already a couple of months of the pregnancy and it was April 2017. I got opportunities to get gas company. I like gas company in Dubai. Like you, I don't know Austin, if you understand what is Emirates, what is all about. It is gas and petrol. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. Like back when I had to take Spanish in high school and only remember hola. But now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that's sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively fun and easy way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with your family, or you just have some free time, Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. And guess what? I chose to brush up on my Spanish, so not only could I learn hello, but I could also learn adios. See, with Babbel's 15-minute lessons, they make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Babbel's expertly crafted lessons are built around real life. You learn how to have practical conversations about travel, relationships, business, and more. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accents. 
There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash millionaire. That's babbel.com slash millionaire for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. I'm here with Megan Bennett. How's it going, Megan? It is going great. How's my favorite podcast host and the most handsome young man? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for stating the obvious, Megan. But we're here to talk about you and your company, Light Years Ahead. I interviewed Megan on episode 177 of this very podcast, and she helped all of our Patreon members on Group Call 3. So you can hear more about Megan and how she helped our Patreon members there as well. So would you mind telling us what you do and how you could help our listeners, Megan? Yes. So my agency is light years ahead and we're boutique, but we're a national PR firm. We're women owned and we focus on emerging brands, experts and services in the consumer lifestyle space. We're based throughout the U.S. We're in New York, Kansas City, L.A. and Dallas. And we really specialize in maximizing media exposure for brands and experts, which can then create more sales and brand awareness and influence buying decisions. Our clients range everything from small startups looking to make a name for themselves to large brands that are trying to become relevant again. My agency, Light Years Ahead, we target the very top editors, writers, and producers across all different media outlets. And we've been doing this for over 20 years, which has earned us a very strong reputation with the top media, with outlets like BuzzFeed, Today Show, Good Morning America, Refinery29, Pop Sugar, Forbes, and many more. We can help you grow your brand into a household name. Well, that sounds awesome. So if someone might be interested in your service, what's the best way for them to reach you? Oh, the best way to reach out is to email me at Megan, M-E-G-A-N, at lightyearsahead.com. That's Megan at lightyearsahead.com. Or you can check out our services and capabilities at lightyearsahead.com, our website. And I know you've helped a few of our past guests as well with their PR, and they do sing your praises. So hopefully you can help some of our listeners as well. Absolutely. And we love working with your listeners and entrepreneurs who are really passionate about what they're doing. And this is what we want to offer your listeners. The first five listeners that schedule a call with us to develop a PR campaign will receive $500 off their first month of services with us. It's a great deal. Awesome. And one more time, what's the best place for them to reach you to take you up on that offer? You can reach me at Megan at lightyearsahead.com or check out our website at lightyearsahead.com or you can go to our Instagram page at L-Y-A-P-R. Yeah, I, I always knew oil and I figured energy, so okay. Exactly. Yeah, so when I was there as a waiter, as a food runner, it was a dream for me. Like I can imagine if I would work on gas company or oil company. I was like dreaming about it, it would be unbelievable. And one time I received a call. This is the story what I was telling before. I submitted over 10,000 CVs. And in one day I got a call. Hey, we just opened another round of interviews right now. And we found out you from the past CVs who was submitted to us. Would you like to come to us for the interview? I said, yeah. And plus I, I was looking for solutions. You know, I started working a lot much more on the part times because my wife is pregnant. So I was thinking again about physical work, more physical work will bring us more money. That was my understanding. And I wasn't ever thinking to be an entrepreneur because my father was an entrepreneur and unfortunately unsuccessful. 
unfortunately. And for me, it was being an entrepreneur, it's like the worst thing which could happen for a person. So I have to be a manager somewhere. I have to grow up to the head of the department and I will be great in, in terms of income and I will love my life. But it is not the case. In Dubai, unfortunately, there is everywhere people are lying. So I went to interview. It was the hardest interview ever, which I had. It was the hardest one. But because I was so hungry and desperate because of my wife's pregnancy, I passed that interview super easy. But the secret is there was only nationalities, Filipinos, Indian people and Pakistani people and Arabic people. No Europeans. And here I am. European and they like they took me but they took me because of how great the interview passed because they were asking me such a difficult questions which is like usually people are gonna be lost but I was like so straight to all the answers and it was actually funny but super super hard one real quick what were some of the questions can you remember uh, technical questions were like I'm not an engineer it was engineering work I mean salesperson but selling engineering stuff and they were asking me some how I'm going to be learning that, especially in English. But there was as well questions like to put you in difficult situation. How are you going to deal if you're going to be in front of the like oil company CEO? What are you going to be saying if the contract is XYZ and he decided to go with another company? And there was several, several. And at the end, the head of sales department, he was my first mentor. He became my first mentor. His name is Mr. Hamza. And that moment, he has a huge humor mindset you know he's a humor guy and he asked me are you touching your dick when you're alone <laughs> on interview <laughs> you know i was not yeah. expecting that question <laughs> i was so peaceful and i said of course you know <laughs> and we start laughing and he moved deeper in some kind of other questions and how are you doing that you know he's asking me so What's the point of that? Actually, it's not a like healthy interview, I would say. But he was checking how good you are in the stressful position. Because when you are dealing with the high-paid managers or even CEOs of the companies, which I supposed to visit, which I have to arrange a meeting with and to present the gas company, it's not like selling lamps or chairs or whatever. It's selling the gas, you know, gas supply. And he was trying to see how I'm going to be dealing in case of the stressful situation. In other words, I passed the interview and salary was 1000 extra. <laughs> so it was still super low. I like gas company, why salary so low? But they promised to me, that's what I was saying about Dubai. They promised to me that at the end of the year, it was April 2017. At the end of the year, if you close deals, you will get commission from the sales because you're in the sales. And tell to my wife that I'm going to be changing the work. And here, my babe, here is going to be everything changed. I'm in gas company from now on. Like it's only high, 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 higher and higher to other companies and so on. And higher income. But my income grow only for 1K. It's still less than, it's <laughs> less than minimum. I said it will be commission. You have to go to Ukraine. Let's deliver the baby in Ukraine. And it was difficult. My wife started hating me that I made this decision. But it was necessary. At the beginning of summer, I brought her to Ukraine. It was pregnancy month five, I believe. And I moved from this room with Filipino people, two-bedroom apartments with seven people inside. Seven people inside in two-bedroom apartments. I rented the bed space. This bed space became my 
educational place because this is from where I start changing myself. So my wife in Ukraine, she quite hate me for everything what was happening because she's alone, pregnant, even is in parents' house. She feel embarrassed because in parents' house, in her age, pregnant, her husband far away, no money. But I said to her, I will do whatever it takes while I'm here alone to save as much as I can. And I finally read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Robert Kiyosaki. And that's changed my mind forever, that entrepreneurship, investments, is something what is must to go through. And employment, it won't make me reach the goals which is I'm looking for. And plus, in the gas company, I already like start working, I start delivering results, and I start seeing first disappointments that all the promises which I get in interview are not exist, are really were fake. And in Dubai, this is working like that. If you won't sign it on the papers what has been promised, you will get screwed. They can promise you a lot, but if it's not on the paper, they will screw you. And usually they, it's like a promises, promises, but at the end, when it's time coming, they like, who told you? I don't want to go up on that, but yeah, that's the rule of Dubai, which I, I learned it from myself. That's important because, I mean, every culture is different. So there are certain cultures where they'll fuck you and, you know, promise you certain things. And there's other ones like maybe Asian cultures or some other ones where it's like a handshake deal, right? Or I don't know specifically, but even country or regions. If I travel to some certain countries, like in Southeast Asia, there's certain people always trying to rip you off. But if I go to a, maybe like a European country or something like that, it's not the same culture. So it's like understanding that everything's different. And unfortunately, you learn that as you go. Yeah, you're right about the cultures. And I don't want to say anything personal to anyone. No, believe me, guys, like it's not about that. It's about UAE in general, the place where there's a lot of cultures together in the same place all over the world. And everyone just lying. I mean, if it's not on the paper, it's became like a rule. If you didn't sign out on the paper, that those words doesn't mean nothing. And it's usually it's so strong, those words, so believable, so sweet that you're like, no, it makes sense. Especially when some particular person told me. And uh, Hamza, Mr. Hamza, my sales manager, he was really person of the world. And he said to me and I trust him. But when I read the poor dad, rich dad, and plus, in the same time, I have seen how rude the CEO of the company were firing this head of sales department. I realized that being a manager in some company, it's super unpleasurable. I mean, the person worked, he was the number one guy in Pakistan in sales department in the bank sector. He went here in the gas company in Dubai, worked for five years, built the sales department, made the millions and millions of dollars to that company. And he made incredible results. He was having so much plans, so much things. But just because he was always argue with the son of the CEO, which is was COO of the company. Because of that, they fired him like a dog. Five years. The guy was working five years. He had four kids and fifth kid burn in November, in autumn, has been delivered and they fired him exactly when deliver happened. They left him on the street without notice period, without nothing, like it was 5.30 p.m. They call him, secretary calling him in the another office of the CEO. He going out of his office and the secretary taking out the laptop in front of us, closing, shutting down the door to sales guy office and that's it. 
This is the, how they fire him. After five years, the guy was leaving there. 5 a.m. he was at work. 11 p.m. he was leaving. And it was five years. He was doing an incredible job. And for me, it was the biggest life lesson that you can be on the street in one shot no matter what. But on that moment, I already knew that I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I already was disappointed about everything. And so like three times a week, part-times at night, when I'm in the gas company during the day, at night I'm in some villas or nightclubs. And then when I read the book Starting from Zero, there was simple explanation about the advertising on Facebook. Like how to start dropshipping business with the Facebook ads by investing only $100. Obviously, I didn't believe in that BS, <laughs> $100 only. But what I believe, it is in the system. I mean, Facebook advertising? Wait, 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 what? On Facebook platform, it's not, that's it? There is something behind, and behind it's a business manager, which is you just locate all the ads, try the targeting people, finding out different targetings, investing money, getting paid from it, and so on. I'm like, whoa, what, 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 AliExpress? I can sell the items without even seeing that item. Dropshipping model? When I read that book, I just, like, it was 180 pages, Friday morning. I done that in a matter of, like, less than two hours. I read all the book. I was so excited. I was just consuming every single page. And I said to myself, this is what I'm going to be doing till the end of my life. It was the clearest moment in my life what I'm going to be doing from now on. I don't know how. I don't know when. But I will get the results. August 2017 middle of August. And I start studying. Well, as I just mentioned in the beginning, YouTubers. Several YouTubers. Oh my God, in YouTube so much content. Uh, before I was watching YouTube, Grand Cordon for the inspiration, Gary V for inspiration. And it was helping me out, to be honest, moving forward because I was failing every single time when I'm doing something. But they were helping me out to be motivated. Yeah, Plus sales tactics from Grand Cordon. And I understand that, oh my God, in YouTube, in Google, or in Facebook, in Facebook, there is so many groups where people are sharing their skills just for free. I wasn't believing. I was trying to explain to my wife through Skype, listen, babe, here it is. This is how it works. It is scam. Because in Ukraine, if you are successful, people will never share their success formula. They will be hiding because everyone's scared that you will steal from them. This is the mentality of Russians, Ukrainians from USSR. People were 1990s were making their kind of wealth and never ever shared to anyone because of like everyone in their own houses. But what I found out in the United States side, everyone's sharing and you're becoming more wealthier and more successful, more wealthier just by sharing with other people and even selling that information to other people which is as well, it's fine. And nobody was believing to me. Everyone was telling me, no, it's a scam. It's a scam. Because guys, if someone is a Ukrainian listening, I believe you would understand what I mean. But for me, I was only one who started opening for myself USA mentality in terms of business. Because I never thought that people can share something. So I started asking questions there in the groups. I started reading a lot of strategies, posts, but I didn't know what I'm doing. And I have some savings and I create my store, mykittycatzone.com. 29th of September, it goes live, 2017. And first ads at the beginning of October has been launched. 
So October, November, December, I lost all the savings. Like in October, I already in the first launch, I like waste so much and all the savings. Like I would tell you, I lost approximately six thousand dollars. And for me, that moment, it was incredible amount. I never had six thousand dollars in my pocket, never before. And that was six months of basically salary from the other place, right? Exactly. Like yeah, in that time, I was making maybe one point five k. But I was paying for the apartment, you know, I was uh, paying for the living. In restaurant, I wasn't paying for anything almost. So that's why that income was staying with you. So the main point, yeah, $6,000, it's part-times at night, tips, you know, all the things. I was collecting everything. And my wife was saying, please, by delivery, it was October uh, 2017, by delivery, come back to us. I said, I won't come back, but I will come for delivery. And in gas company, it was another story that they were not allowed me to go because I'm not working six months in the company yet. You should work minimum six months to be able to go somewhere. But this is what I was saying about Mr. Hamza. He was my mentor. He was teaching me what's important in life. It's a family and why and how to deal with. And he is the head of the sales department in the company. He was saying, if I will do everything for you to make it happen that you will be able to go to delivery of your baby. Because they catch your baby, take it on your hands on the first minute of his life, nothing could be comparable. You shouldn't miss that. But I said, how I would go? You are not allowed me to go. They are not allowed me to go. How I will go? And he explained to me, do you fucking matter what I'm thinking or other people thinking? I just described to you what's really matter. Do you think they will fire you when you come back? Or even if they fire you, do you think you won't find another job? And I was like, wow, that's fucking strong. He's my manager. He shouldn't say that. But he's a real man. He teach me something important what from that moment I'm following, you know, what's really important and matter in life. And I went. I said, I don't know, guys, if you not allowed me, but I'm still going. It's up to you. Accept it or deny it. And I left. I left and I borrowed money from friends for this flight ticket, but my wife didn't know <laughs> because I already waste almost everything in the first months <laughs> of our income. Actually, I didn't have 6K on the moment. It was like a couple of K. And after that, delivery happened. I promised to my, I was super excited. I paid to one guy $300 from UK. He will be handle my ads. He scammed me. So he got paid and disappeared, you know, it's my first scam experience. I like, shit, I said to my wife, I was smiling, you know, everything is great. I have a business idea. And she like, what kind of business idea? You're not businessman. I said, believe me, everything will be great. <laughs> and I take care of my son. I take care of her and coming back in beginning of November to Dubai. They obviously accept that I left. They said, never do that anymore. I said, fine. There was the reason. And I start working even harder because I waste so much money. I have no money from the trip. I have already on the ads burn it a lot. Plus my friend, I own him money for trip. And I take in credit card and decide to invest in the crypto. If you remember 2017, November, crypto time, when it started coming to 1000 and so and up, up and up. So uh, I invest in crypto mining. And start working on the part-times seven days a week. I have got five different jobs during the days. Gas company, 7.30 till 5.30 p.m. After that, one day it could be private dinner in the villa. Another day, waiter in the bar. Another day, it nightclub. 
Another date could be private villa dinner and after that nightclub. After that Friday, Saturday, it's usually weekend. Now they change it, but before Friday, Saturday, it was a weekend for UAE. So Friday during the day in the private villa, in the evening, I'm on some restaurant as a waiter. I just got a lot of networking from the part-time space where I start working non-stop. And plus I have got in Bollywood possibilities to make a shooting Bollywood movies in Arabic ads for the bank sector, for some different sectors. And I start making a good money. I mean, I start making around $3,000 or 2.5, something like that. And I was wasting all of them, all of them in the ads. I just getting paid and I'm just throwing that back in the ads. I don't know what I'm doing. And the thing is that I invest from credit card to the crypto. My wife doesn't know that. And obviously she would kill me at that moment. She's asking me every single time, come back, come back. And I said, no, because first of all, I was embarrassed. After five years in Dubai, I have zero dollars in my pocket. And I'm making good money and nothing is left because I'm just investing in debts and got only one or two sales in total. (laughs) And it was really hard. The thing is that I'm going to work 7.30, 5.30 I'm finishing. I'm going to some part-time and I'm coming back home from 12 to 2 a.m. And after that, I sit down with the laptop and watching YouTube videos and studying Facebook algorithms and going to sleep around 5 and 7.30 again, I'm at work. Few days during that period of time, few days, I slept only 40 minutes. To be honest with you, it's possible, but it was fucked up life journey for me. I was a zombie and I was saving on the food. I was having breakfast a cookie for one dirham, which is 30 cent. It's full of sugar, flavor, and nothing else. I was uh, having a breakfast with that cookies because it's only one dirham, you know, by saving on the ads. I had the food on lunch in the cheapest, ugliest restaurants for like a couple of dirhams, like one, 1.5 bucks to eat some curry, some Indian food, Pakistani food. For me, I was paying the price to be able to reinvest. I get a salary, I'm directly investing in the Facebook. So actually, all that investments, it was during all the time since I launched the ads from October and so on. And main thing is happening, like December, my wife saying to me, you have to come back. I said, no, I lost everything what I already made. There is a Christmas time. There is a lot of part times. I'm busy. I'm not sleeping. She said, you're like a zombie. I said, believe me, I'm doing what I have to. There is everything great. But nothing is great. Everything is awful. Everything is so ugly. Everything's so bad. I lost myself. I was like a zombie inside as well. Two times I almost had a car crash just because I was slept during the driving. Two times I almost got an accident on the highway. Always during back home, I was so exhausted that few times I got to sleep on the highway. And my friends were telling me, stop it, don't do that. It doesn't work, like what you're doing. And I was not listening to anyone because I know that I'm going to be that one person who's going to succeed, who's going to make it happen. So when did it start happening? So yeah, January and middle of January, I finding out amazing news. <laughs> 2018? 2018, I'm receiving a call from already my, like I already got a couple of friends around e-commerce, around community where I was online, you know. And one friend is, since that moment, we are best friends. I mean, he was in UK that moment. Now he's living in the US. I was visiting him and his wife in US last year. 
So we finally met each other offline. His name is Nex, one of the best people who I ever met online. So guys, don't be scared to speak with people online. Sometimes you can meet their, your business partners, which is I met as well, which is I will tell direct a bit later. And plus you can meet great friends for the future. And that person actually pushed me for the crypto investment. We invest together in the mining company. And he called me, Anatoly, sorry, but they ran away. I said, who? The company where we invested. And I invested $3,000 from credit card. So I have no money. I already own here and there. And plus I had to use the credit card money to make something from the crypto. And he's saying to me that, Anatoly, sorry, but we, we lost everything. And plus he's the person who, if he's giving the bad news, he's giving the worst news ever. So he make it that even stronger. And you know what? Couple of people today suicide because of that. I like, what the fuck? Why are you telling me that? <laughs> I, was, I was already destroyed. I remember I was on the middle of the office, staying in the suit, in the tie, in the classic shoes, you know, looks like successful guy in some company. On the middle of corridor, he telling me next to the toilet, I'm staying, he telling me that we fucked and some people made a suicide because they lost everything. And I understanding that I lost even more than everything. I have nothing at all. And now I have to cover credit card. And I promised to my wife that I will come back to Ukraine at the beginning of spring. But I have nothing to come back with. And now I have even credit loan, you know, which I have to cover. I just stay on the middle of the corridor and say to myself, if you're going to be crying, it won't work out. But if you decide to move forward, you'll figure it out. And nothing was working for me that moment. And I just came back home, left my phone in the room and decided to walk. And I was, was walking till night, walking, walking without the phone, just walking. And went back home and slept. I'll, I'll go to sleep. No work, nothing, just sleep. And next morning, that's the thing. This is moment when people are quitting. When they decided that everything's so bad, they start crying, fell down and not standing out. I decided that there is no reason to cry because there is no way back. I just stand up. And in next week, I found out by somehow the guy who was always online in Facebook, but I wasn't looking on him because his prices were expensive, 100 bucks a month, $100 a month, and I will be analyzing your ad accounts. I like, no fucking way, <laughs> $100 a month, no fucking way, it's too expensive. <laughs> it's funny, at least for me, it's super funny, but I saw his ad only now till end of January, if you join it will be $47 per month. I like 47 bucks. It's like 150 dirhams. I can afford it. Let's get it chance. I have another 300 bucks left for the ads. Let's do it. And 29 of January, I joined his program. And in 15 days, I made my first $8,000 with my store. In the first 15 days. It's incredible. Just because he was pointing out what should I do. I was in the right moment, in the right place. After I decided I won't be quit, I find out something what it was golden mine. I failed after that a lot of times, but that was different fails. That was business fails. But I already understood that it's possible that I can generate income from e-commerce. It was profitable $8,000 in my store. It was incredible. My first winning product was t-shirt with the pocket. And in the pocket is the kitty. When you just moving pocket down, the kitty is showing you middle finger. 
So it was kind of funny t-shirt which gives emotions for purchasers and that was my first winning product. So then in September 2018, I'm coming back to Ukraine and I had already a lot of feedback about my work from social media. That's what I mentioned before that people start texting to me. I was sharing all my journey, all my fails. And after that, when I start getting results, all my results and how I got those results. And people start reaching out to me and I got one person who was kind of my friend from the same mastermind and he said, let's have a call. And in September we had a call and he had a store which is, was generating but failed. And he said, you have a skills in Facebook and I love to manage the store. Let's be a partners. I'm going to be manage the store and you're going to be manage the Facebook ads. And that was the really changing moment. Before that, I was making like 1000 a week or something like that uh, during the summer. But when... We decided to work together. October, I got another mastermind, another mentorship, and we got our first $50,000 together in his store. After that, $150,000 by end of December, middle of December. And after that, March, $250,000 recorded months on that moment. And as I said, there was another different business owner fails, but we get so much success that by middle of 2019, I got from my mentor the plug of seven figures made online through Shopify store. We made our first million, which was for me something unreal when I was tried just to imagine it. And I got it in a matter of one and a half years since I started. And was only, in my opinion, important moment that I said to myself, no matter what, I will continue until I will get results that's my message to everyone that you must fight and promise to yourself that you won't quit if you want if you really want because i have a strong why my why was it's my son i have to bring what i promise different financial situation to my family for my son and my wife why was so strong that i made it happen and then everything went by itself successful stores we did a lot of requests for the mentorship, for management, and we decided to move to the agency space. So that's quite long story short. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say long story long, but that's fine. <laughs> that's the point of the podcast, right? Want to expand your customer base and boost your revenue? Brevo's comprehensive CRM suite is tailor-made for businesses like yours. Brevo, formerly known as Send in Blue, is the leading customer relationship management suite designed to fully cultivate long-term customer relationships and empower businesses to expand in a fast-changing digital world. With Brevo, businesses have unified view of the customer journey in one easy-to-use platform to grow meaningful relationships. Brevo makes the simple and accessible with intuitive and scalable marketing and CRM tools such as email, SMS, WhatsApp, chat, marketing automation, meetings, and much more. In a world where marketing encompasses the entire customer experience, Brevo puts the focus on lasting relationships with real people. Brevo gives you the tools to attract, engage, and nurture customer relationships. You can build automated customer experiences, email marketing workflows, and landing pages that guide your customer to your main message. They're there to support businesses successfully navigating their digital presence in order to strengthen their customer relationships. It's the perfect business growth tool for marketers, SMBs, and sales teams looking to build with a consolidated marketing and CRM toolbox. Brevo's pricing structure is based on the number of emails sent, not the number of contacts stored. 
get started with Brevo for free by clicking on their link below or going to brevo.com forward slash entrepreneur and use the promo code entrepreneur to save 50% on your first three months of the starter and business plan. Again, that's brevo.com forward slash entrepreneur and sign up for free. I really apologize if it was too long, but believe me, it's maximum short as I could to share. And guys and girls, if you're still listening to us, first of all, I appreciate you and all to Austin that he gives me time to share that. But if you're still listening, you are that kind of person who really need to hear that. You are a person who looking for the answers. And it doesn't matter if you're already even seven-figure maker, eight-figure maker, but you stuck. Remind yourself why you start doing that. And then all the things what were holding you back won't be matter anymore for you. That's what actually I remind into myself time to time because all of us sometimes we are stuck on the same level. Or in, if you are in the beginning of your journey and trying to get from scratch, believe me, that's a huge thing for you to remind yourself. No, and I think from your story, you said I kept trying to let you roll is that you just didn't really give up on all these other things. So it's like if I'm ever thinking about something and like uh, I need to put an extra hour or, or two today to get something done on my business or next business, I can think of, oh, well, this motherfucker who I just listened to was sleeping an hour a day for weeks in a different country while his wife's somewhere else, you know, and he slept in a two bedroom place with seven or eight people. It's not that hard if I need to work an extra hour or two today to try to get make my dreams come true, you know? So that, that's why I always find the type of stories like you have super inspirational, especially when you have to battle through so much more than I think a lot of people do. Yeah, to be honest with you, that's for me a real example when something is struggle in the business coming or in life for me. I'm just trying to remember that year. It was a year, actually. We won't go deeper, but it was a year since August 17th till August 18, a year of roller coaster and hard work and no sleep. And I like, fuck it. I have to do it. <laughs> what is the main thing when you think you're looking back on anyone who's listening now, what they can learn? Do you feel like you got lucky that you found this? It sounded like one guy who was offering a cheaper thing that you could afford and then finally invested in it. The work ethic really stands out to me, but I'm just trying to think what else people could learn from your story here. Yeah, I have exact message about that. Never look for the cheapest thing. Never wait for the cheapest thing. You know what does it mean that cheaper offer for me in that moment? If you're the person who never quit and you set up your goal and decided do not quit no matter what, and believe me, sometimes it's so hard, like I lost everything and instead I had to go cry and quit because it's logically right to quit and do not move forward because you're already in deep shit. But if you are that kind of strong person and you're going to be overtake all the underwater stones, all the fails and difficulties and stop telling to yourself that you are the luckiest person in the world instead of that going to be focusing on the result. These kind of cheap offers or in other words, right offers, right people, right opportunities, right doors going to be open in front of you. But if you're going to be sit down and just waiting then something best coming to you, it will never ever come. So that's why the main message here, it's not about the cheapest thing or wait for something. It's about never quit 
and you will get what you want by somehow, which is you couldn't even believe that it could be happen. In our agency, when we have some troubles, always the number one message, we are going to manage that. And that's it. We have only one setup in our brand. We are going to manage that. And doesn't matter how difficult it is. Doesn't matter that war happened and half of our team was under the war, under the shelling. We are fucking manage that, guys. And after that, we just set up the brain and move forward. So that's why. And doors are start opening. You never know when the next door will be open in front of you. Yeah, I'm just being proactive, like you kept showing, like all those other things. How many things did not work out? Finally, one did. But again, if you're one listening and you know, even what we talked about in the beginning, if you're trying to go after 10 different gurus at once, it's not going to be, you have to do something. So at least you're always trying something or we're doing something. So taking that from you had the work ethic to keep doing it. And sure, there's days you cried or you're like, am I doing the right thing? You know, all of us have that. So if you have that now too, it's understandable, but maybe you take a break for the rest of the day and you come back and try to attack it the next day. Like you said, like one night when you just kept walking around and it's, it's like, important. Yeah. You need those breaks sometimes to like just vent and relax and reset and just trust your instinct that you're doing the right thing. Yeah. By the way, great books would really help. In my opinion, what helped me, it was 10x rule, Grand Cardone, be obsessed or be average, Grand Cardone. Those two books were really like pushing me further, like when nothing was working, it was just mention it, make one more thing. I mean, when you like, I have, I have to stop, make one more. It was big pusher for me. Well, thank you for sharing all those different types of resources. And, you know, sometimes you find these quote unquote gurus, like sometimes I'm into Gary Vee, sometimes I'm not, but those types of people, like my thing is sometimes if you're on the edge of feeling so down, you don't know if you should keep going, finding people, even with the, they have good energy, regardless, I think you can't really debate that, that pushes you that you need, sometimes you need that little extra motivation. And maybe that's kind of what you got from them too. But thank you so much for sharing those resources. I guess, do you said there's a podcast, I guess, if people want to hear more about your story, you're telling me, I guess, right beforehand that it hadn't been published yet, but we'll have a link to it at the end of the episode notes. Well, thank you again for coming on, sharing your story. And I think it was fantastic. I think if any of us are feeling unmotivated or feeling like we did a lot today, I think if we hear your story, it'll make me think about, okay, well, I didn't have to do anything you've ever had to do in your basically whole life as far as like work ethic. So I think I can put in an extra hour or two to make my dreams come true as well. So. Thanks for coming on. What's the best way for someone to reach you and say thank you for doing the interview? Yeah, one of the best ways where I personally can answer it's in the DMs of Instagram, which is ecom by Anatoly, my Instagram nickname. And there you can ask any kind of questions. You can see all our stories, highlights from the past results for the past four or five years. And in the same time, share your thoughts about the podcast. I mean, I will appreciate that if you catch at least some of your mindset and some of your mood to the way where you're going at the moment. Awesome. And I guess they could find you on LinkedIn and everything and message you there as well. But we'll have those links, all the social links. We always have those in the show notes too. So we'll have one directly linked up to your Instagram. So people, hopefully it sounds like that's the best way to reach you and say thank you for doing the interview. I appreciate Austin for inviting me. Thank you so much. No, thank you so much for sharing. It was a great time. And like I said, hopefully we all got some motivation from it. I know I definitely did. So everyone, thanks for listening and have a good one. But it's bad when you do it to your wife, though, because then you have to crash on the couch. <laughs> See, I have to sleep on the couch every night, too, man. See, we're the same. Was that helpful at all, Gary? Say no. <laughs> 
worst experience of my life. One star review. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm used to those. Wish I could leave no stars. <laughs> oh yeah, hell yeah. Oh no, thanks guys. It was a really great experience. I feel like there's a lot to reflect on. So yeah, thank you. And I can connect you with somebody too. Okay. I have connections on that so I can help you get it custom made, dirt cheap. I'll share that with you. Look at that Patreon membership already paying off. Aww, look at that. Thanks for coming, member. No, oh, well, I got to thank uh, my business partner. She signed me up because I've been talking about you. Well, awesome business partner. I'm going to have to use that as a plug to tell people to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. But anyway, yeah, thanks for uh, setting this up. I get kind of the VIP treatment, I feel like. <laughs> I thought it was a lot more intimate than I thought it was going to be. Like anyone who's thinking about doing it, you'll be able to, to get involved, ask a question, you know, which I don't have a lot of experience with other group calls, but I would assume that there's kind of a hierarchy to it. But this one, if you're in there, you're going to get your shot to ask an expert a question. So I tried to compare my group calls. I started joining random entrepreneur groups and just joining their group calls and try to see what they're like. Dude, the one you were on and all of them have kind of gone that way. They're all 10x better than any other group I've been in because become a member to find out. So with Patreon, I heard it many times because you have that many episodes of sign up. So that's always in the back of mind. But then I checked it out a few times and I was like, do I really want to do this? So I'll push it off a little bit and then you posted your goal achievement of 69 Patreon members. And I was like, you know what, what better time than now? Originally, I was going to go for the lower one, the $9 a month. But one, I want to have the conversation with you. But two, I always find that anytime I cheap out, I always find that I want to return it and upgrade to what I really, really wanted. So that's why I'm paying the higher one, if that makes sense. But it was just constantly pushing it off, pushing it off. And then I was just like, fuck it. I already listened to all of them. So why not?